Sidey, you nominated this week's midweek mention. (laughs) (laughs) No, I fucking did not. No? No, it was just another 80s, let's say, classic. 89. that I had, yeah, that's the eighties. No, it's late eighties. That I had missed along the way. It's Uncle Buck. Yeah, it's a John Hughes classic, precursor to Home Alone from Macaulay Culkin, the reformed child destroyer. Didn't know, didn't know that motherfucker was in this. I I haven't <laughs> watched it for this this review. So I'm I, my notes are based on a viewing that was probably last had in about 1995. Yeah, yeah, I reckon okay. mid nineties for me as well. You know, it's not like it's not. This is not a fine wine. Oh, what is wrong <laughs> with you? This is a Howe family classic. It is massively inappropriate. It features scenes of child torture. It's it's everything that says let's watch this as a family. It is it is so eighties inappropriate. It is brilliant, and I have wa- let my what? kids watch this, and they have laughed What's their heads the, off. Where's the child torture? He ties up the boyfriend and throws sticks him in the back of the boot and sticks paper in his mouth. He's not a but, child. Well, he's seventeen, isn't he? He's at school, and he binds him with gaffer tape, then hits golf balls at him in an abandoned forest. Now, at, at no point we've, is we've this... instantly gone to the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> Oh, well, I was going to say, I think the best scene in the whole movie is the parent-teacher conference where he can't stop looking at the water on her face and calls himself butt melanoma. But yeah, this is this is the tale of the family realise that their father has, the father-in-law has had a heart attack, so they need to find someone to look after the kids. And after much searching, they reluctantly go for uh, the husband's brother, who played by John Candy, Buck who is basically a bit of an outcast. He's been forgotten about by the family and he is kind of leading a life of bachelorhood, I think would be the thing. This is another one of those weird American things where they pour scorn on uh, horse racing. I know know this is later on in the film, but it's always something that makes me laugh this. Americans, when they talk about someone who has like a couple of beers or maybe goes to the horse races, are seen as like a really irresponsible character. I think Americans are really racist about horses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they don't have... They don't have bookies all over the place like we do over here. They're ah, gambling's, gambling's it is? still, it's one of those... Grey you know, areas, is it? You, you've got the prohibition hang up where you've still got to be 21 to drink and gambling's mm. just, it's a bit of a no-no. You know, you've got to go fucking... It's still quite Vegas a puritanical society, America, in, so, in, yeah. in a lot of ways. And gambling, you know, is... Plus God, he was God, going God, to rig... God he was going to like rigged horse races as well. yeah. The, the comedy begins with seeing what the hell John Candy drives, which is single-handedly helping the Earth enter the greenhouse effect 25 years ahead of schedule. Fuck they labour, that fucking cargo. Ah, oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. The and, first time. And then and, and he uses that as a, as a method of blackmail for driving <laughs> the children to school. I think he says, if you don't turn up here in this parking lot to get picked up, I'll pick you, I'll personally walk you to class. I think he said in his pyjamas or something like that. So yeah, so he's got he's got he's got to look after his two uh, nieces and nephew, and his niece is like fifteen, sixteen, going on thirty with an attitude and a pole shoved up her ass. She and, was uh, so fucking annoying. <laughs> and you've got the Macaulay Culkin and this little girl who are the twins, who are basically the nice little kids that warm to John Candy and basically provide a soundboard for him when he's trying to work out what the hell to do with the. They uh, the also. Artist. 
Macaulay Culkin and, and John Candy have one of the funniest scenes in the movie where he sort of interrogates him dragnet style. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't remember the dialogue. I know I do remember that it finishes with... What's your record for consecutive questions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had them, John Candy had them written on a bit of paper on his face, on his head. Did oh, really? I did it. Yeah. I like it when he, he, he comes in and John, he looks at John Candy, who's, who's cooking absolute shitloads of food. He looks at the girl and goes, why is he cooking our garbage? And he's like serving <laughs> like, like an entire grapefruit with, I think, what looks like bubble and squeak or something like that. Yeah, it was. And uh, the yeah. biggest pancakes I've oh. ever seen. <laughs> the snow shovel. Yeah. Flipping them. Yeah, I, it's one of those films for me, as I remember, and I think I have revisited this since the kids have been born, actually. So, you know, since the 2000s at some point. I remember probably laughing more when I was a kid. Some of the, there's a few one-liners. I mean, John Candy's brilliant. I I like John Candy. I think if you don't, then um, you're going to struggle with this film because he's the big reason to watch it because he, he did have a charisma and a, and a natural comic timing. I think that was, was just a talent and he, he was, he was fantastic for it. Facial expressions, all the rest of it. He was really good. He plays the kind of guy that you're happy with to be for about 10 minutes. And then he's just too much guy. <laughs> like, you know, he's just one of those people that, in, you know, he's just too much in, in a short, small space. And I um, think you, you always get the sense with, with John Candy that he basically is like uncle buck most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's I liked a, it when he was yeah he was eating his frosties watching the TV. He, he's a slob, he, <laughs> you know. He, he's just kind of. I like. A, I've quit smoking friendly. cigarettes. I'm onto cigars yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's a five year plan. Yeah, and then I'm onto tobacco pipes. So, <laughs> there's there's some there's some classic lines, but once they come, I mean, for me, it's best is planes, trains, and automobiles, which yeah. I, I think is a a really kind of much funnier film with with more scenes and lines. Because it's got Steve Martin in it. Steve Martin helps it along as well, of course. But a lot of Steve Martin films uh, need somebody else for me as well. You know, he's done some brilliant ones, but he's done and clever enough, but there's a few misses for me in this. John Candy should have done a load more films. I mean, he was... Stricker when you're dead. Yeah, though. yeah, he dried right up after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a correlation and it's, it's no it's no two packs occur is it no they're not gonna you know bring him back for for any remakes of this one either i think it's it is but what he it is. gets it's the measure of yeah. the, the eldest he gets the measure of of the boyfriend bug pretty quickly that he's only interested in her for for intercourse well, it wouldn't be for her astounding, fucking amazing personality, would it? He, he he knows what it's like. He's one of those guys who's probably been on that side of the fence as well when he was younger, and and he yeah. know you know he 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 knows the score, so he's not going to take any shit for for his niece. I thought, I thought, I thought, as dads, this was an excellent parenting skill set. Yeah, that showed the threatening behaviour towards a boyfriend by showing him an axe and saying the words, do you know what a ritual murder is? And then threatening him with a drill, then telling him he was an amateur dentist, and then breaking Doesn't into he a say, house... Doesn't he say, he says about the, the axe, he says something about it's so sharp it could circumcise a gnat. Gnat, yes, that's right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then ensuring that he doesn't get his wicked way with Tia by breaking into a house party 
and taking a drill with a diamond tip at long end and yeah. instead of just kicking the door down, drills through the door, kicks it down. And then I felt this was rather unfair. He kind of gives a bollocking stare at the girl that's just basically been attacked and assaulted by yeah, him against the will. Yeah, it was, it was will. Definite, definite rape about to happen. Yeah, mm. very rapey. And he kind of he gave her the look of, and then he gave the look of, you're fucked, bug. And then he basically, as I said, kidnapped, assaulted, bound, and at what point? This- at what point is he seduced by the bizarre next door neighbor who I think was? Oh, in it's, it's Roseanne. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. They go dance. They're dancing. But he wasn't seduced by her because he, no, he didn't want to dance with her. Yeah. He doesn't he, he bang her. Sort of. No, he no. He, he bangs the washing machine, and she thinks no, that she's banging he, somebody. He got set up by Tia. She yeah. she phoned up. What's her name? The the tire woman. Shanice. Kowalowski. She phoned up and and Tia sort of in, inferred that there was an affair going on, so she came down and that's um, right. Yeah. Caught them, caught them dancing together. But he was reluctantly even dancing. He didn't want to even dance. Isn't with she her. like smashing um, her crotch into him and stuff? Like she that. was doing a bit. Yeah, it was. A, there was some bump and grinds going on. It was very uncomfortable. This was just so fucking mediocre. This film. And what about Macaulay Culkin? Oh, I mean, a young Macaulay Culkin is is just starting out now. There was a couple of brief little he's not as irritating in this as he is in home alone one point he asks him. about i was just looking at the the quotes there the, the nose hair and he goes you've got longer nose hair than my dad and he goes how nice of you to notice i'm a kid that's my job you know he, he yeah. had those <laughs> the, the, starting a promise and then obviously they they broke him in about another four or five years and all the cuteness is gone and he became just macaulay culkin that yeah. guy Right, so when I told various friends outside of this podcast and colleagues at work about Uncle Buck, Sidey, you sourpuss, every single one went, I fucking love that film. It's so funny. I've watched that as a kid. I watched it with my mum and dad. Yes, it is but a they, classic. They it's probably so- haven't seen it in about 20 years because that's where I'm coming from. I remember it as being really funny. As a kid. I bet if I watched it now, I would think it was probably no, horseshit. It's always on Sky Movies or something. It's on Netflix. Yeah, because it's probably cheap to throw out this sort of fucking crap. Yeah, it's good. I I don't have the nostalgia thing of of having seen it, but I didn't watch it all this because John Candy for me is uh, inexplicably popular. I don't get it. He's just... (gasps) This is easy. Some fat guy. Like, he's a poor man, John Goodman. He's not that fucking funny. Yeah, he's definitely... You know, John Goodman's a different type of actor. Controversial. Controversial. Like he's jolly and fat and like he burps and whatever. He's every man. He's every man. He's me, but he's not that (laughs) funny. What did you Um, not enjoy Cool Runnings? I've not seen it. I've not seen it. It doesn't really appeal to me. Oh my god. Probably because of him. I just I'm not a big fan. And some film Feel the rhythm. Rhythm. No, not not into it. I what have I seen him in? Planes, trains. He's in fucking Home Alone. The polka. Polka, no. polka, polka. Polka, <laughs> polka, polka. Um, so <laughs> this is, I mean, Riggs, there was that, nothing... Sorry, Riggs, that is brilliant. Yeah. That is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> this is just okay. It's an okay film. It's not that great. The car thing just fucking annoyed me oh. that they kept doing that fucking gag over and over again. Yeah. Something was quite unsettling about it at the start, and I don't know what it was that was... I was getting really bored. It's because there was no soundtrack at all for the first half an hour of the movie. It's just dialogue. Oh, that's and interesting. It, and it really stuck out. And then a bit of music played and I actually pressed the button and I said to Mrs. Fuck me, it's like half an hour before we've got anything other than, you know, 
fucking inane 80s shit dialogue it's just okay it's i, I didn't mind at the time it was short so that was good but it's, it's not it's so not Saidi, you you said it's only okay i yeah. would like to offer some counterpoint views oh, okay. if i may <laughs> from google reviews our favorite platform oliver brush says uh, <laughs> giving name. a Giving a five-star review, and these are genuine, I promise you. Uncle Buck is the 222nd movie I've ever seen, and it's the best. He's my Halloween costume and my character in Fallout 4. I see him in my dreams. I have a poster of him. Every account I have is Uncle Buck. But Louis Oakes, he takes issue with that. Giving only a one-star review, he says, Never seen it, but my uncle always impresses me. Ah. What? So... Bit harsh having never seen it. To, yeah, to give it the one just star. Give it one star. I'd probably give it two stars if I was out of leaving a review. Three, out of five out of eight lobsters. I'd give uh, this two starfish. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, if if we're talking one to top banana, then I would give this a kiwi. Yeah, minimum I'll go five, five scallops out of six. Right. If I was going to do a rating out of Two thumbs up, I would give it half a knee. Really? Really? Mm. So maybe we should review it out in some sort of family member scale. So yeah. we give it the... Maybe with candy uh, on a sweet scale. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would give it two annoying in-laws out of four. I, I would give it a Sunday lunch four out of four round the table Yorkshire pudding just filled with gravy at the top and loads okay. of hot horseradish that's what really, I really oh, I, no, I'd give it a, uh, a sherbet dip dab without the, the dab three 80s well no one of them was 90s so junior twins Uncle Buck so far out of all these missed gems I would say that probably oh Christ twins was the best out of yeah. those that, that trilogy so far. No great shit. I'll have to think there. of something tremendous to watch next time. Well, cool runnings. Oh, really? Well, it's, no. it's, it's half decent, did you not? I'd put it oh. up against Uncle Buck, but maybe you've had too much candy. You, you'll need it's making you feel else. a bit sick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>